0: The following is a live broadcast of a Lone Star community radio program, recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or give us a call at 936-666-1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. You
1: are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP
2: Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com.
0: Lone
1: Star. Hi, welcome to the Legal Connection. Um, we have a, a, a show for the Conroe and Montgomery County residents, but we're also worldwide on Facebook and YouTube. Um, you can find us at um, worldwide on irlonestar.com, and uh, all you have to do is put in the Legal Connection show. Um, we are uh, we air live on Tuesdays between noon and one, and uh, you can get us on the local uh, FM channels at one hundred four point five and one hundred six point one. My name is Tony Collins, and I host the show with my uh, colleague uh, Cheryl Johani. But she is not uh, in person here today because she traveled to New York to visit her new grandbaby. And uh, she was quarantined. And so she's going to be on the phone today to give us um, the, the facts of what happened. And so what we're going to talk about is uh, contact tracing and whether or not the government has a right to uh, trace your where you're at and whether that's a violation of the Constitution. And it's kind of on you know both sides of the track, depending on how they get it. And uh, we've got her, uh, her brother, uh, Grant Bynum has also uh, started a group that's called Texas Against Contact Tracing. And we're just going to talk about that today. But first, we have uh, Cheryl on the line. And she's going to Hello, tell us. Hello, uh, Hi. We're going uh, to, you need to tell our viewer, our viewers, our viewers and our listeners, what happened? Uh-huh. How is it that you're being traced? What's gone? Yeah. Well, uh,
2: about a week and a half ago, I went to New York to see my son And his grandbaby, we waited till the baby was about a month old because of all of this stuff. And uh, when I came back, well, as I was about to get on the flight to return back to Texas, to Houston, I got a text from United Airlines saying, oh, uh, by the way, if you're coming from New York, because United had all my information, I Mm -hmm. had my boarding pass on my phone and all that, Mm -hmm. I got this text from United saying, you're going to have to self-quarantine, mandatory self-quarantine for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, Did they tell great. you what the basis for that was? Was it a federal
1: order, a state order, a United United Airlines order?
2: Uh, it was just a text from United Airlines, okay. but it it was Texas because what happened uh, was I got on the flight, and while we were on the flight, or as we were boarding even, they said, if, if Houston is your final stop, we need to give you this form to fill out. And so then I got on a plane, filled out the form, and it was asking for... Uh, My driver's license number, my uh, phone number, uh, and telling me that I can't um, leave this designated uh, location, which was my home location, for two weeks, and... um, so you were when under read house on, arrest
1: per United yeah, Airlines when I
2: read on it mandate. well this is the this is the kicker part. It's not you know, I mean I've talked to different people and they've said, you know, just leave your phone at home and I'm like, Well, no, they have my driver's license number too and if I get pulled over out on the street, I'm subject or or they've been calling me, a special agent from the Department of Public Safety has called me and uh, just checked on, you know, how I'm following They these call your cell phone or your home phone? They, they called the number that I gave them, which uh-huh. is my cell phone number. Uh-huh. And I um, said, we just want to make sure that you're following these mandatory stay-at-home orders. And uh, they could stop by the house to see if I'm here, if I'm not, or if I am out and driving and I get pulled over. Is that law I'm enforcement a, calling you? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, gosh. For the DPS, DPS special agents. Uh They're like sheriffs, because when I got off the plane, there were, you know, I think there were about three of them standing there saying, okay, if if Houston's your final destination, I need you to fill this paper out. And I said, no, I already filled it out. Here it is. And so he got my driver's license number, verified all of it, made sure it was correct. And then he's called me. But here's the kicker, that if I'm caught out on the street or if the officer comes to my home and I'm not here, I'm subject to a $1,000 fine or 180 days in jail, or both. And did they tell you what law that was that
1: you'd be violating that would subject you to that fine and punishment?
2: Uh, You know, Tony, I read it. It seems like it was a special order, something like that, by the governor.
1: Okay. Um, I guess we'll find out next week when you're here. You can bring it up and we'll do some research on it because that's... Uh, that sounds like a, a complete violation of your privacy rights. Okay, so you were saying that somebody called you at home. How often do they call?
2: Uh, I just got one phone call. Okay. And it enough. was uh, Uh-huh. It was a local number. It was a 281 number, and it was this special agent. His voice sounded like the same guy that took my information when I got off the plane. So they created these special agents mm-hmm. that actually do this follow-up. But, you know, I mean, and then now we're subject to a $1,000 fine if I leave my home. That's just insane. Okay. uh, Did you have any symptoms of coronavirus? No. And as a matter of fact, when I went to New York, it was like I was in full hazmat. I had a hairnet on. (laughs) I had a mask on. I had one of those yellow garzy things that they wear in the operating room. I had gloves on. I was not gonna get this and take it to my son there uh-huh. in New York who right. doesn't have it mm-hmm. or his wife his baby when I came back I was wearing two masks and all this stuff, but still I have to mandatory self quarantine for two weeks. So when does your quarantine over? Uh, i'm assuming it's saturday because saturday two weeks ago was when i flew into houston so it's been the last two weeks okay you know and at first you know i didn't think that much about it i thought yeah whatever but then i started really reading into what was actually going on it's kind of like the problem with this whole corona thing at first everybody says oh You know, I can handle two weeks. Mm -hmm. Two weeks is okay, Mm -hmm. and then oh, well, two more weeks. Oh, well, that's that's not good. Oh, two more weeks, Mm -hmm. and you know, as this thing unfolds, it becomes just more shocking. Yeah, that. I mean, I mean, this is. I think this is a violation of our constitutional rights. Well, and uh you know i think it is too and that's associate. what we're
1: doing the show on because uh mm-hmm. what right does the government even in the uh, the area of an you know a pandemic uh do they what right do they have to track you and so um, and I know that, you know, in the intro today, what we, you probably know already, because I've been talking with you about what we're going to, uh, our show is on is the contact tracing, which is what they're doing to you. But they did contract mm-hmm. tracing on you plus a, 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 a penalty, and you didn't even do anything wrong. You, you visited your grandbaby so uh-huh. that's and you don't have any symptoms and uh, I, so i guess my my last question for you about all that is did you ever go get tested or did they require you to be tested for no
2: they didn't really? they did i have been tested for it but it's the more unreliable test it's a yeah. blood test it takes yeah. 15 minutes yeah that was negative okay but uh no they didn't require me to be tested they don't care about that they just want me to stay in my house and not leave for two weeks well, that kind of goes into the next thing
1: that I'm going to talk about. And I, I, don't, I don't know if you can stay on the line because you can, I guess you can co-host the show with me on the phone. Yeah. Is that feasible, Dick? Yeah. Station manager, Dick? Oh, can uh, 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 Cheryl stay on the line with me and co-host remotely? Perfect. All right, Cheryl, you're my co-host today remotely. This is, works out perfectly. All right. So I'm reading an article that I pulled today. Um, so this is not my opinion. This is just information that I've pulled. But it was an article about uh, from Dan Crenshaw, our one of our state representatives. And he's saying that um, that uh, Democratic states want to keep residents under coronavirus lockdown orders while asking the rest of the America to foot the bill. And um, he's a Texas Republican congressman, Dan Crenshaw, and this is what he was saying on Tuesday, and I guess that was today. It was probably about an hour ago. Um, Mm -hmm. He went on to say that it was no secret that states like California and New York have vastly Mm -hmm. more— Uh, vastly more expenditures and are in more debt than red states that balance their budgets like Texas and Florida. Um, They -hmm. have really massive pension programs, he noted. They're talking about California and and, uh, New York. And this is on top of the fact that they actually tax their citizens to a huge extent. And it is also should be said that a lot of the coronavirus expenditures are in the form of Medicaid, which the federal government already pays for. And so, this is a quote from him. So it's really hard for me for from Texas to tell my taxpayers here that your federal tax dollars should go to other states that in the case of California and New York, it wasn't, uh, well, there's, he's saying in California, it wasn't even hit that hard by coronavirus, but they want to bail out nonetheless, and that's because their state finances were so bad before all of this even happened. And he goes on to say right. that California – now, this is different because you were in New York, but still, it's the same theory. Um, California mm-hmm. is one of the major economic engines of the country. The Golden State makes up around 14% of the U.S. economy. And oh, wow. According to Forbes, if California were its own nation, it would be the fifth largest economy in the world with a gross, uh, a, a gross GDP – I want to say I want to say gross national product, but that's what it is. Gross domestic product. Thank you. Gross domestic product of two point nine trillion. Uh, California, oh my gosh. I know that's huge. Um, California is one of the states earliest hit by the pandemic. This week, confirmed cases totaled. Um, 80,000 with 3,200 deaths. The situation in New York has been much more dire with over 356,000 COVID cases and more than 28,000 deaths. New York is one of the richest cities in New York City is one of the richest cities in the world. And although New York makes up just 1% of the total U.S. area, it produces 8% of the nation's gross domestic product. Um, And then he he goes on to say that, in addition, after Republican Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell called for the end to blue state bailouts, New York Democrat uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo claimed that his state sends more money to the federal government than it gets in return and that Kentucky regularly gets bailed out by the rest of the country. Um, According to a Politic to Fact, a study by... Uh, the Rockefeller Institute found that over four years from 2015 to 2018, New York taxpayers paid more than six hundred sixteen billion in federal funds. Okay, and that's a little bit off point for this, but uh, the point is uh, we've got New York and California running the show here for us and uh, and dictating about our our federal policies uh, for coronavirus when. Texas has not been hit as hard as New York and California. And I do applaud Governor Abbott for making, you know, for opening up the states, giving us our sports back since yesterday. Uh, he has a new order out that's it's giving us a little bit more autonomy than we, we had in the past. But at the same time, this is what our show is about today. It's about this um, contact tracing buildup. There was an article right. in the Houston Chronicle yesterday that kind of sets out um, uh, kind of what this is all about, which I'm going to read some excerpts from it, and 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 you had called me about you know grants involvement, Grant Vitem, your your brother who happens to be who happens to be in Dallas right now, who mm-hmm. is helping, who really just started a Facebook page with some of his friends to say he wanted to know about what this contact tracing was about. And um, he said since Sunday morning, he's had over 4,000 people join the the page. And Mm -hmm. um, he calls it Texas Against Contact Tracing. And Mm -hmm. what started his uh, concern was, I think in part, because you were stopped and you're now under house arrest, and because Mm -hmm. the the, the state, uh, Governor Abbott, has approved uh, to pay MTX, a Dallas-based, or it's Frisco-based, but a Dallas-area-based company, $295 $295 million to trace us through contact tracing. And mm-hmm. that's being funded through federal uh, the Federal Relief Program for coronavirus. But the problem right. is when he went over, and he has a little YouTube on this that I just – he must have just done it like yesterday – he goes to mm-hmm. this this um, MTX headquarters to see how big they are and what what they're about. The one in Frisco. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a, it's it's the size of this radio station. Not to say this radio station's that small, but it's like fifteen hundred square feet. It's a mm-hmm. small building. When he went there with his video camera, and he has it on YouTube. If you want to go, just put Texas against contact tracing just to look at it. It's Tony, um, is that Texas against contact or Texas? It's, um, well, I wrote okay. it. I, um. It may be Texans, but I have yeah. I have Texas. But either way, if you put M T X contact tracing, you're going his YouTube video is going to come up. It's like seven minutes, yeah. but it basically shows mm-hmm. that no one's even in this office. It is like there's well, they're actually man.
2: incorporated. They're
1: incorporated in New York, right? But and, there, uh, there should have been someone, at least somebody, in this office.
2: somebody oh, in the office. I know. Well, but my understanding is is that they they're setting up these little shell offices. So they have some sort of a presence, but they're not there, and uh, they're really uh, overseas uh, in, in and, India. The guy
1: that runs in, it, the president, um, he he made it a Texas. Uh, he incorporated it in Texas, and it'll be in this article. I'm getting ready to read some excerpts from, but it sounds like it's being run from India. So mm-hmm. I need it. But here's what the article says because Houston Houston Chronicle. Um, it's by Jay Root and Jerry Blackman. They've done much more investigative research than I have. And after I kind of hit on this article a little bit, I wanted to talk about um, surveillance and what the United States government allows under the Constitution so people know what their actual rights are and why right. Grant has got so many people behind him right now because it looks like it may be um, not only unethical and unnecessary but, but unconstitutional. Okay, so here mm-hmm. is what the Houston Chronicle has to say. Um Texas health officials have awarded up to 295 million to a private technology company to quickly grow and manage a large fleet of contact tracers as the state braces up uh, for up to 2 years without a coronavirus vaccine. The 27-month contract signed last week with MTX comes as more business begin, more businesses begin to open and the number of new daily COVID-19 cases in much of Texas continues to grow. Republican governor Greg Abbott has said new outbreaks may be close contacts of those in, oh, that's kind of weird the way it kind of skipped over new outbreaks may be, and then it kind of skips. So I'm not really sure what the next thing says. Um, anyway, the next thing it says is close contacts of those infected, monitor them for symptoms and provide them with instructions on testing and quarantine for ice of isolation. Um, Uh, Texas is now one of more than a dozen states to rely on contact tracing technology from MTX, an Albany-based firm that recently set up its second headquarters in Frisco. Um, So it kind of connects you because you just went to New York. Uh, and now they've mm-hmm. got this company in Dallas that Governor Abbott's mm-hmm. um, contracted with for almost $300 million.
2: Um, And, but it would, and it, it's a two-year-old company. Did, does that say that anywhere? The company's two years old. Right, right. And was awarded a $295 million contract. Right, and, and, contract and, that, contract and that's what
1: concerned me. They've just been awarded this contract of almost $300 million. And when you go look at their setup, there's no sign outside the, the building that even shows that they were present. They even have an office mm-hmm. in the building. And when you go mm-hmm. in, it's got glass doors, but no one's in it. It's just a bunch of cubicles with mm-hmm. maybe fifteen seats in it, and there's no one there. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So this, mm-hmm. this, you would think that uh, maybe the, the, it, they've recently set up, but if they've recently gotten a three hundred million dollar contract, you'd think somebody would be there. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, now this it says, but if but it will be among the first, if not the first. The first states for whom the company will also hire, they're talking about Texas, um, Mm -hmm. will hire trained to manage thousands of tracers, according to Chris Van Dusen, a spokesman for the Department of State Health Services for Texas. Um, mm-hmm. Van Dusen said the agency plans for MTX to hire up to 1,000 tracers, I'm assuming that's people, in addition mm-hmm. to the 2,000 state and local tracers already operating. Now, that's confusing to me because there's nobody in this office, so where are these tracers? Several hundred state health employees... Well, the GPS guy that called me, okay. he would be a tracer. Okay, I don't know, maybe he's hired through MTX, but they weren't... This, this was not... This uh, contract was not entered until a few days ago, from my understanding, and so... He was. He paid for while well, when he was tracing you. You know, up to two uh, weeks ago. The DPS,
2: ago. right? He he works for the DPS, so I think they've trying to do it this way, and they decided let's just hire another company. Let's go with the company that all the other states have gone with. I don't know, but and anyway, we'll just hit these MTX people. So it says
1: yeah. um, several hundred state health employees have volunteered to do tracing in lieu of their regular jobs. Kind of answers our question. Cities and counties yeah. also are also in the process of hiring hundreds of tracers. Now, that's a little disconcerting to me because um, Harris County, Montgomery County are exceptionally large counties in the state of Texas, which means that they're going to be among the people that hire what are known as, quote, tracers. Um, MTX's primary role, of course, it does help our economy. um, MTX's primary role will be building and overseeing a virtual call center. The overall strength of their bid and their experience will, with call tracing in various states are what led us to choose them," Van Dusen said in an email. Um, now, my understanding is they're a pretty new company, and this.
2: Uh, well, their attorney, their attorney is licensed in New York, and he's been practicing for four years.
1: So he's a new attorney too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So their attorney's really new. He's been practicing in our Do you know if their attorney's licensed in Texas? Their general counsel. I uh,
2: know. I couldn't find any licensure in Texas.
1: Okay, so that that is a little bit concerning to me too. He doesn't know Texas law, but that we, he's just been awarded uh, three. And that company's been awarded three hundred million dollars to use uh, by Texas. Um, okay, mm-hmm. bidding documents obtained by Hearst newspaper say the contractor would oversee and provide support for quote a core of Epidemi- epidemiologists, case investigators, mm-hmm. and contact tracers. So this is much to what they're doing to you. But Texas doesn't have, isn't isn't set up like New York to trace people like this. Or, and yeah. what we're trying to get at in the show today is do they have the legal right to do this with this company, with this money. Um, right. The deal appears to have been put together within just a few days. Um, mm-hmm. uh, on it Wednesday, sure does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, On Wednesday, that would be of last week, MTX hired Austin-based lobbyists Andrea and Dean McWilliams for up to $50,000 each, according to public disclosure documents. Others who submitted bids include contracting giants Accenture and Maximus. So they also do this, but they weren't given the bid. Um, representatives of the company said... Uh, and then, of course, I don't have a pr- my printout doesn't <laughs> there, so we don't know what they said. But the com- <laughs> the com- uh, surprise. Go read the Houston Chronicle. And um, the company declined to comment on the deal. Uh, that means uh-huh. um, MTX declined to com- comment. CEO yeah. Das Noble has said it specializes in messaging applications and artificial intelligence to help government and agencies respond to emergencies. Vanguard Law Magazine called MTX's group a $10 million company that has been self-funded to this point in a story it published in September. Well, now we know they're at least a $300 million company. The firm grew from three employees in 2015 to 200. Vanguard also reported the company was, quote, poised to go after a billion dollars in revenue by 2025. Um, The company reported reportedly first rolled out a disease monitoring and control application in early March in New York. Van Dusen said it also it, it is also managing contact tracers there and that MTX's experience was a major draw for Texas, but they only started in 2015. They're not that experienced. Um, It doesn't say anything about their medical experience. It just talks about their tracing, and it looks like they're just entrepreneurs that have pulled together to try to do a tracing project.
2: They're they're riding the wave, it sounds like to me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Van Dusen said MTX also has experience in Salesforce, which is a company name. the cloud-based software that powers the state's online tracing application called... Texas Healthy Trace. So we'll have to look into that for the next show. Um, the state also set up a call center late last month, but was using the community health hotline 211, which quickly became inundated. MTX will be in charge of building a more long-term solution. I guess with that $300 million. The agency aims to have the new call center up by next week. Um, it And this was written today, yesterday, uh, this article. It will be staffed 12 hours per day, seven days per week, according to a copy of the bid that was obtained by Hearst Newspapers. The contract is being paid for with federal emergency relief dollars. And um, so that's how Governor Abbott was able to um, hire them. Now, here's another article on MTX. Um, it says, and this is what I pulled about their company. MTX, this was written on March 2nd, MTX disease control and tracking application provided state government agencies, health officials, and airports with real-time insights in predicting at-risk communities, disease growth rates, and monitoring the rapid spreading of diseases, most recently with the coronavirus outbreak. The app also provides immediate clinical attention to individuals most affected and prevents the spread to at-risk communities. Um, and it, this says that. So this is an app, Tony. This is an app. That's what it says, and it, it looks to me like they're using phone data. But I believe this this at least hits on what they are using. And and uh, we're, I'm going to get into Carpenter versus the United States, which is a Supreme Court case. that was decided in 2017. That basically says that when um, in 2017. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Oh, it was sorry. it was decided June 22nd, 2018. It was argued in 2017. Mm-hmm. The Supreme Court mm-hmm. determined that without a court order, you cannot use people's private data. And um, mm-hmm. and we're going to go into that case just a little bit. And about some the, the ways that, they, uh, that the government and and uh, but basically it is the government can use cell phone surveillance and the different ways they do it. But the way mm-hmm. MTX on their own website says that they... Um, they, they, what data they use is this, and we're gonna. We'll, we'll, I guess we can fact check later. Um, this says they are saying, "quote We are very proud to partner with the state government agencies to respond to the urgent request to help monitor and control the coronavirus outbreak." And mind you, now, they started 2015, so this, this is before there was any coronavirus outbreak. This system can be utilized for all epidemics across the nation to contain and limit the spread of the disease, said Doss Noble, the CEO of MTX Group. So it looks like mm-hmm. Doss is the, the spokesperson and the CEO, if I'm correct mm-hmm. from what we just read on the this article um, yeah, no, it said it was
2: Yeah, It
1: says U.S. President Donald Trump signed a temporary executive order on January 31st, 2020 to restrict the entry into the U.S. from China, diverting all flights from the U.S. from China to seven major airports across the country, including JFK in New York. In response to this executive order, so this has nothing to do with MTX, in response mm-hmm. to this executive order beginning on Sunday, February 2nd, The MTX disease control and tracking app connected all incoming flight passengers into the system in order to adhere to the 14-day mandatory virtual quarantine process. And that was for people coming into the U.S., not people in the U.S. traveling domestically. Asymptomatic Mm -hmm. passengers had an easy-to-use system to report their symptoms and immediately Connect them with local health services, organizations, and hospitals if they did, in fact, exhibit symptoms. Which is different from you. You exhibited no symptoms, and you were domestic. Okay, right, um, exactly. Uh, and this is Tony. Did that say asymptomatic? Yes, did not. It did not say like you. It said asymptomatic. So they should be. So tri- they're not exhibiting symptoms. Okay, wait a minute. No, no, no. it said symptomatic. Let me, let me read that again for you. Okay. Asymptomatic—that would be not exhibiting um, symptoms. I may have to correct mm-hmm. myself here. Asymptomatic passengers had an easy-to-use system to system to report their symptoms and immediately connect with local hair healthcare care services organizations and hospitals if they did, in fact, exhibit any symptoms. So if it was supposed it they, yeah. they were selling the deal, saying. If you exhibit symptoms, here's who you can call, not if you have no symptoms we're going to track you whether you like it or not. Okay? That okay. was that was how they're selling the deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. MTX is also expanding their application to provide local healthcare organizations similar Similar capacities for treating patients with symptoms are people who are at risk with being in close contact with the coronavirus, which you would fall into if you were from, because New York apparently they think everybody's got corona problems. Um, (laughs) It provides a centralized monitoring and control system that enables actionable insights to mobilize the necessary resources. Quickly, while adhering to all required government data privacy and security laws, so they're saying we're not going to breach your privacy, but we're going to be able to monitor you through other, um, other information. And in one way, they're saying if you give this to us, uh, anybody that's on these flights, the. Uh, in, but this is the. If I'm reading this correctly, it was the 14-day mandatory. Uh, virtual quarantine process was for people coming into the United States, not for people that were in the United States. So right. um, this is this is contrary to what you're telling me happened. They were monitoring you against your will, and you had no symptoms. Right. And they were and you put they put you under house arrest. Um, Basically, mm-hmm. MTX values. This Now, remember, this is the MTX website, okay, so they're trying to sell mm-hmm. it. MTX mm-hmm. values personal data privacy and security and would require consent of all individuals who enroll in the program. This is completely contrary to what happened to you. You didn't voluntarily enroll in the program. You left the no. plane, and they they told you you're in this program. Um, no. MTX will also host a webinar on recently developed MTX Coronavirus Control App uh, data built on the Google Cloud on, and this was on April 13, 2020. To learn more about it, you can go to their website, which is wwwmtxb the, the 2 b 2 number 2com So we can see what they're saying and what they're doing, whether or not that's true, but based on what you've told me through your own experience, this is not true. So this is um, just um, uh,
2: Well, see, I propaganda. think that that was well, so my experience and who's enforcing this is, you know, they've got these special agents for the DPS, but the way I'm reading what you're saying is that DPS temporarily stepped in to uh, enforce this uh, mandatory self-quarantine two weeks. If you come from, me, it's not just New York, it's California, I believe it's the city of Miami, mm-hmm. Florida, mm-hmm. It's, it's Connecticut, it's several states Okay, that you that you uh, come from, and uh, so I'm thinking that MTX is going to Yeah, but take what you're over. telling
1: me is that there's a 14-day mandatory quarantine, and if that was from President Trump, and I don't have that in front of me, then uh, that would have been... What they said in this article, the one we just read, was only from people f- coming from the United States in the United States, and so exactly. my question is, what, uh, where, under what order is there a 14-day mandatory quarantine from these different states? I haven't seen that, and so that gives me a, some pause. And so I guess we can look that mm-hmm. up and answer that question in our next show next week. Um, uh, again, there may be overstepping their bounds if there's no mandatory 14-day quarantine um from the uh from people leak going from new york to texas i haven't read Mm -hmm. anything where governor abbott's made a 14-day quarantine and that's that's where because you're a citizen of the state of texas um that's where it would come from and so i need to look at that i have not read anything in his orders saying if you come into our our state from a a, any of these specific places that we're going to quarantine you so we need to look at that um MTX Group Inc. is a global cloud technology partner that enables organizations to become a fit enterprise through digital transformation and a strategy. This is again from their website. Uh, MTX is powered by the Maverick artificial intelligence platform and has deep expertise in the public sector providing proprietary designs and innovative concept accelerators. That just sounds like so much propaganda. I have no idea what that means. It doesn't mean anything other than mm-hmm. it. They're using some. I, I, I'm going to paraphrase. They're not using your private data, but I don't know that that's the case based on
2: what we know now. Um, from me, Beha- they well, have my driver's license number and my phone number, and they're using that. I mean, well, that's, that's public. Data. That is
1: public information to the extent that I can put your name into a public system and get your driver's license information. I can put yeah, your name I'm into the white sure. pages and get your phone number. So that's that's public information. But other information um, is not. Tracking you and knowing whether you've left your home or not is, is not public information. It's certainly your private right. information. Um, if you need to go out and take your dog to the vet because he's not feeling good but you're not allowed to and there's no emergency provision for that in our state orders, then that's definitely your private information. Um, of mm-hmm. course, they would probably give you a break on something like that, but I don't know if you're just going by the black letter law. It doesn't sound like they're using is it just public information to track you. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, they, they go on to tell you that uh, uh, media inquiries can learn more about how the new digital transformations assisting government health organizations to help spread contagious diseases that doesn't make any sense, for media inquiries and to learn more about how this new digital transformation is assisting government health organizations to help spread contagious diseases, please reach out. That doesn't make any sense. It's saying they're helping spread it. And this is on Mm -hmm. their website.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm. This is very
1: concerning to me Mm -hmm. Um, that we're paying $300 million to a company with the website that says they're spreading contagious diseases. Maybe that's just a typo. Um, view original content to download multimedia. Uh, and then it goes on to talk about MTX launches of coronavirus disease. Uh, let me see which website. Oh, this this website is actually uh, www.biospace.com. So it wasn't their website, but it sounds like it's promoting them. Okay, so maybe I was wrong. Maybe their website doesn't say that, but certainly this article that was printed by uh, uh the PR newswire um, is saying that they're they're spreading the disease, which that's a little bit concerning. Okay, next article: Frisco technology company donates its disease monitoring app to all U.S. public schools. Um that, that's concerning. It sounds like they're, it's a publicity stunt. Uh, the Frisco, because public schools are closed right now. Uh, the Frisco-based MTX group Inc is donating its newly launched disease monitoring control application to all public school districts in the United States. Several districts, including Frisco ISD, have extended spring break or transitioned to e-learning as a result of the coronavirus. And and of course that, likewise, I think we were discussing this earlier, has got its own um, set of concerns because when you uh, force people to go into an online environment when they chose to have a, an in-person uh, education for to get the, the to have the interaction, the socialization to learn better. Maybe they learn hands on and not by sure. uh, you know. And a, talking
2: to other students, right? You and, know? The, and if think. you are
1: graded in a process where you're being forced into taking a class online that you had. Uh, you had requested be an in person class, and then to your detriment, you don't do as well in it. That, in and of itself, this e learning has got some issues that need to be looked into for people that may have not graduated with the the high grade point average that they had expected um, due to the e um, to the the mandates that e-learning. were put in place mm-hmm. and the state uh, educational institutions that are are uh, now mandating how your your classes are taught when that wasn't how you you with your own through your own rights chose to take them. So that's a that's a an issue that we may bring up on a different um, program. Now, this says that co-founder NIPA Nobel, which obviously is a relative of DOS Nobel, uh, NIPA mm-hmm. spelled N I P A, said the app, which has a value of five hundred thousand dollars, is designed for use by state government agencies, airports, and health officials. Um, It was launched after the New York State Department of Health reached out in response to President Trump's issuing a temporary executive order in late January that prevented arrivals from China to 11 major airports around the country, including Dallas-Fort Worth. Trump has issued a 30-day travel ban from Europe, and that was just in a separate separate sentence. What concerns me about this article that is uh, from, it was written by Dallas News, is that they're talking about this app being launched just after uh, President Trump had uh, requested a temporary executive order, but they've been in place um, for four years, and this is not something that they had done before. Accu, the AccuCenture and Maximus were, pe- were other agencies that... Already were in place. Yet uh, Governor Abbott has now awarded a three hundred million dollar contract to a company that wasn't even based in Texas. They just mm-hmm. established themselves in Frisco in an office that has nobody mm-hmm. in it, uh, and mm-hmm. and uh, without the same technological background or vetting to what from what I'm reading as Accucenture and uh, Maximus. But uh, I I lead that. Uh, I think Governor Abbott's an amazing governor. So I will. Uh, I uh, will assume for the moment that they it was vetted out, and and that this very new company has got the technology to uh, represent that they will wisely spend the three hundred million dollars of, of of your money that's being spent to monitor you. Um, the mm-hmm. orders uh, the orders are an attempt to prevent the spread of COVID nineteen, which has become a pandemic, including a growing number of confirmed cases in North Texas. Um, mm-hmm. uh, only New York is using the app so far, but Noble, which is one of the, they don't say which one, is one of the co-founders of, um, of MTX, said the company is discussing its benefits with Dallas-Fort Worth Airport and other states, including California, Indiana, and Oklahoma. MTX is collaborating with New York State Department of Health in deploying a coronavirus monitoring messaging system that enabled New York State to not only monitor travelers, but also physicians and people that come in close contact with anyone with symptoms. Noble wrote via email. Um, users, so they're not even talking to these people in person. It's all via email. Do these people exist? Mm-hmm. Um, users who are arriving from affected global regions are asked to check in through a process called a digital quarantine, which will track the development of their symptoms. Now, this is different from you. You don't have symptoms. And, right. um And they're not just digitally quarantining you. They're calling you. This is a little different. Um, and and
2: they can come out to my house too to make sure that I'm here. And it's not when just a, I read the rest of that order. Right, well, it's not just a I'm, quarantine. I'm looking for the order right now. No, it's not. It's, an, it's a, a and mandate. It's not a voluntary. Yeah, this is criminal. Yeah. they, they can basically come out to the house.
1: Your okay. rights are being, um, uh, are, are your rights under the Constitution are being affected by what they're deeming a digital quarantine, and we know by your own experience, it's not a digital quarantine.
2: Um, okay, Tony, but look, we've got just a few more minutes. But what constitutional rights? of mine are being violated. For our listeners, what oh, okay. are their constitutional rights that are being sorry, violated? Uh,
1: Carpenter versus the United States is the U.S. Supreme Court uh, case, and it's a landmark case that was decided on June 22nd, 2018 um, by the United States Supreme Court concerning the privacy of historical cell phone location records. Now, this is a little bit different because it's only cell phone, but you told me that they got your cell phone number. They're using your cell phone to call you, and we know that Mm -hmm. they're using an application that is, they're saying it's through Google, but Google uses cell phone technology to trace people. Mm -hmm. We talked about that in our last show. So it's directly Mm -hmm. related. The court held in a 5-4 decision authored by Chief Justice Roberts that the government violates the Fourth Amendment to the United States Constitution by assessing historical records containing the physical locations of cell phones without a search warrant, which is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, uh, prior to Carpenter, government agencies could obtain cell phone location records by claiming the information was required as a part of an investigation. Um, which oh, is, good. Uh, um, but there's no investigation here. After right. After Carpenter, government agencies must... afterward After Carpenter, in 2018, government mm-hmm. agencies government entities must obtain a warrant in order to access this information. The decision overturned portions of 20th century legislation and case law when nearly all U.S. homes had land phone lines in favor of constitutional rights stemming from technological advances of cell phones in the early 21st century. The ruling was a n- very narrow and did not otherwise change the third-party doctrine related to other business records that might incidentally reveal location information nor overrule prior decisions concerning conventional surveillance techniques and tools such as security cameras. The court did not expend its ruling on other matters related to cell phones not presented in Carpenter, including real-time cell site location information are tower dumps, which is a download of information about all the devices that are connected to a particular cell site during a particular interview, uh, interval. The the opinion did not consider other collection techniques involving, involving foreign affairs or national security, okay? And without getting more, because I know we're running out of time on this, what that amounts to is that MTX, if they're using the proper protocol, may be able to utilize cell phone dumps, Uh, Stingray devices, tower dumps, uh, uh, lawful interception by the government through court orders, um, where they've actually gotten a court order to bug or do surveillance. But just mm-hmm. like what we heard with um, with uh, with with the Flynn issue that come up and with masking, there's only certain things you can do without a search warrant and without just cause. And what you're telling me happened to you and what is going on with MTX right now gives us great pause and what grant mm-hmm. is doing with his um texas against contact tracing which they're having a rally in dallas on in front of the mtx headquarters and it's a a license when they went through the the government to be able to get the the right to to to, to gather for this um mm-hmm. on tuesday he's just bringing it to their attention and Again, we don't really have enough information right now, but we should have it by the next show to know whether or not there is a constitutional uh, violation that's occurring with what happened to you at the airport and with, with Governor Abbott giving $300 million to this particular company that's only been in – in uh, have a presence in, in Texas for uh, what appears to be a few weeks and um to go forward with that okay so i'm being given the uh, signal by uh station manager dick that we need to wind up our show for the day we're on we will be here again next tuesday at noon uh at irlonestar.com on worldwide web you can find us uh you can listen to our show on facebook and on youtube Uh, Conrose FM 104.5 106.1 Thank you for tuning in Uh, uh, We'll see you again next week And we
2: want to remind you To
1: uh, serve God by serving others Thanks Cheryl Thanks for listening guys
2: Love you Tony Uh Bye bye.
0: Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live On IRLoneStar.com Conrose FM 104.5 106.1 and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio. For more information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoy today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936 666 one zero eight four, or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.